All right, guys, we're going to get the financial meeting started. If you're interested in sticking around, come over to these areas over here. guys, sorry to move us forward, but that's, uh, it is Super Bowl Sunday, <laughs> and I do like football, if you haven't noticed, <clears throat> so I do plan to watch, let me just, as a show of hands, who are, who's voting, voting, who's cheering for the Chiefs, okay, who's, who's rooting for the Buccaneers, okay, we got a split crowd for the most part, <laughs> She wants to stay. I mean, do you want a handout while you go, right? So we're about split. Chiefs and Chiefs and Buccaneers were split, huh? All right, we have a handout that's coming around. I had mentioned this before. I think we're going to record this, so this will be the audio portion will be recorded. Uh, we'll be able to put that uh, up on our website, and then we'll have some of these extra uh, handouts here in a minute. So let's just open in prayer. Let's open in prayer. Let's just thank him for being faithful. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you how faithful you are. You are so, so good, Lord. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you that this is your house. This is your church. This is not ours or Jason and Liz's church or anybody else's church. It belongs completely, totally to you. You paid the price for this church. And Lord, we just submit to your will to do whatever it is you want to do and have done at this church. And Father, we thank you for fresh vision and revelation. We thank you, Lord, that um, you are our provider and nobody else. And we thank you, Lord, that you are moving in our families, in our church, in our finances. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Okay, so the handout that you guys have in front of you, uh, of course, it's the financial report. It's from the 2020 uh, numbers. And if you open it up, I'm not going to read through the letter on the left-hand side. You can read that at your leisure. Uh, a couple things I want to point out. Uh, bottom left-hand corner, these are ministries that ECF Church has supported in 2020. So these are specific ministries that we take either specific giving for that ministry or uh, a general missions donation. If you fill out your offering envelope and just put on a general missions we distribute uh, to these organizations on a, really on a monthly basis, mostly all of them, uh, that we are looking to support. And as our vision says, if you look at the screen be, uh, behind me, this partnership. And that's all about partnership. Like, we can't reach the whole world by ourselves, you know, but in partnership with others, we can, you know, continue to do God's kingdom and his work. And the one thing I want to make a note on there is this is that we want to make those, those people or those ministries more visible, not all of them, but some of them more visible in 2021. Uh, I've reached out to uh, Mark and Victoria Bowling, which uh, lead Global Impact Ministries, which is the one on the bottom of the left-hand side of that list. They're going to come and speak here either in May, probably April or May. Uh, I'm having them work on a video 
to send to us to just give a quick update to ECF Church family as to the stuff that they're doing. And I, re- I really believe that we just need to make more visible some of the, the great work that we are partnering with. You hear about the work we're doing here, you see salvation, a healing, you hear a testimony, but what are some of the things that are happening out there? Uh, what are the things that are happening, uh, you know, in the ministries that we support? And thank you, Sid. Uh, I didn't even ask her to do that. She, like, knew that was coming. Uh, so what I had done a couple weeks back is we put together this missions and outreach kind of profile that we see. And we see both a local and a global outreach ministering to others, and then we see it kind of in three major categories. There's the gospel, which is sharing the gospel message, the good news of Jesus Christ. There's the practical, which is meeting the needs of people, whether it be clothing or food or actual needs like OCC, right? The boxes give them needs. They don't have toys. We're giving them toys, but we're also sharing the gospel. And then church planting. Uh, We are part of one focused network, which I've been talking about quite a bit. I encourage you, if you're interested, to look them up online, uh, One Focus Network. Uh, just type that in. It's, a, it's, a, um, it's an apostolic overseeing network that provides resources to us as a church, coaching to us. I'm on a monthly senior pastor call that just encourages me over and over and over in the stuff that's going on. And they also help plant churches as well. So I think I've mentioned before in our vision, we don't see a church of thousands of people but we see multiple churches of hundreds of people coming together to reach a million souls for Jesus Christ. How that all plays out exactly, I don't know, but that's, I believe, the way the Lord is leading ECF, and that's how we're making our decisions and moving forward. And of course, we got the local and the global. Local meaning Erie, its surrounding area, kind of Ohio, New York type area. And then, of course, we have global, which is we're, we're seeing some of the ministry partners doing work in Pakistan, in India, uh, all over the world. They're seeing people, you know, come to Jesus and really meet some practical needs. So that's what's going on from a missions perspective. Uh, if you want to look at the right-hand side of your, your sheet of paper here on the inside, I just want to walk through this real quick. What I've listed here is 2019 in one column, 2020 in the other. And I just want to point out a few things. I'm not going to read through the whole income statement and bore you with details uh, on all of it, but I just want to put it in front of you. Uh, Probably one of the biggest things that we look at is that first line, is the general operating fund. And the general operating fund is basically, uh, if you look at your tithes and offerings, it's the first line. Whatever's given on that first line, right? There's multiple lines on the offering envelope. It's that top line. It's the tithes and offerings, it's not missions giving, it's not other giving, it's not benevolent, it's none of that, it's just that top line giving. And we as a church, we budget off of that top line number. So we say, okay, what is that top line number that's coming, that we have on a run rate that's coming in? And so we look at that, we say, okay, Lord, this is where we have to budget off of. If you look at 2019 versus 2020, you say, oh my gosh, it was down $90,000 year over year. So I just want to point out one thing. In the 2019 numbers, 50,000 of that number, so 50,000 of that 544,000 was a one-time gift that was given based on an inheritance, someone who had passed away, and we took that money and applied it to our debt, applied it to our capital fund. So technically, even though that number says it for full disclosure, that's what it was, we were operating on about a 490 
some you know thousand dollar number, and this past year in 2020 was 454. So that is down eight percent year over year. That giving uh, is down eight percent. And here's what I would tell you: the Lord has been so faithful. He has paid every bill, even though that eight percent has been down. And what I wanted to mention to you, since you guys are here, is I had mentioned it on a Sunday morning. Uh, we had applied for and received the, the PPP loan, which was the payroll protection loan. And it was, it was a quite a sizable number. It was a little bit short of $100,000. And uh, we just, you know, we applied for it. Everyone was applying for it. I mean, I couldn't talk to a business that really wasn't going and applying for this from the government for this p- payroll protection plan loan. And we got the loan. And as Tammy knows... The moment we got the loan, I told her just to put it aside in our account, and I didn't want to use it or touch it yet. And about two weeks or three weeks went by, and I really felt like the Lord just kind of minister and speak to me and say, no, you don't need government money. You don't need a bailout from the government to support this. I am your provider. Now, that's not to say everyone, every church who applied for the PPP loan was wrong. They got to make their own decision. They got to hear from the Holy Spirit and do their own thing. But for us... I felt like we shouldn't have that money. We're not going to operate on that money. If giving is down, the Lord will provide ways to either cut costs or find some other way or give us some kind of supernatural favor in some way. And I called our banker, and I think he probably almost fell off his chair. In fact, I know him. His name's Matt at Northwest. And I said, Matt, I'm sending the money back. He said, you're doing what? He goes, I'm sending the money back, all of it. I don't want it. I don't think that we... I just... I just don't feel comfortable with it. I signed a paper saying we absolutely need it. And I'll tell you what, we don't absolutely need it because I've got God. So any paper that says I absolutely need the government to bail me out, I can't sign that. But I did. We got the money, and so I'm giving it back. And I'll tell you what, he was just like, yeah, this is the first time anyone's calling with this. (laughs) This is the first time anyone's saying, yeah, we're giving the money back. And so we did. We sent that money back, and the Lord continued to provide for us. Amen? Uh, If you look at the next ones down, Generation Building Fund. Uh, so what this is, is the second line kind of on your offering envelope. We call it generations or the building fund. Uh, it's going towards reducing our debt. And what I promised that we have been doing, that I told you we will do and we continue to do, every dollar given to that account or to that fund goes to actually two places. 90% of it goes right to the debt. We will not use it, Tammy knows. We will not use it to pay the principal or to pay the mortgage the interest or principal portion of it, no, we can, we're not touching that. Out of operating funds, we will pay the full mortgage. And then every dollar given here, 90 cents of it goes to pay down additional debt. And then 10% of it goes to the benevolence fund because I want to begin to build that fund up and train us on how to be cheerful givers and see God do an amazing work in our community. So that number was down a little bit year over year, but we are paying off this debt in Jesus' name. Amen. Then if you look at our missions on outreach giving, that was up significantly year over year. Interestingly enough, a lot of money that comes to LCA to support LCA, to support the endowment fund through LCA, some of that funneled through here, through ECF. It didn't matter because we're all part of one organization. And so you see that jump, the primary reason for that jump year over year is that basically people have been giving more to LCA and it's been coming through our church. Now, let me tell you something about LCA so you guys are aware. LCA is Leadership Christian Academy. It is the school that is a part of our organization, and we support that school uh, as a church. 
Their budget this year, praise God, is break-even. So their standalone budget is break-even. And on top of that, if you were here last Sunday, I went on and on about the endowment fund that we were able to create this past year. And we've got $25,000 sitting, making interest and making, we have, it, we have actually have it invested in stocks and, and uh, some mutual funds, and it's providing additional funds. And the goal of the endowment fund uh, for the school or any endowment fund is to be really self-sufficient, that that endowment fund, that cash makes money, and the money that that cash made is then funneled back into the organization to help with scholarships and some other things that the organization has to do, whereas you're not actually touching the, the full amount of that endowment fund. So that stuff is happening, so that's where you see there. And then other giving projects and stuff like that was down year over year, which kind of made sense to me naturally. And then non-contribution income was down year over year. Major driver is we didn't do sports and arts camp. Uh, you know, non-contribution income is basically you're buying something. You know, bookstore is closed. We don't have the bookstore anymore. And we didn't have sports and arts camp, which means you're not buying a product or a service from the church anymore. So that was down year over year. So the total income... Uh, was down year over year, but by the grace of God, he has helped us control and reduce some expenses as well. If you look at the next line down, general administration expenses, payroll expenses, uh, what I would call the controllable expenses as a church, we, we were able to kind of adjust them down 11% year over year. So I know the top line giving from a budget perspective was down 8%. The controllable expenses we were able to move down about 11% year over year. And then if you look at the line uh, under min Payroll Ministries and Leadership Christian Academy, for your understanding, this is specifically the amount of money that is in the church's budget that we fund the school. So when I say they're break-even, they're break-even on their side with tuition and paying the teachers and doing that. But there is $44,000 that every dollar that's given on that top line goes a portion to LCA. Does that make sense? So if you look at that top line number, go all the way back to the top, 454000 basically about $45,000 was needed to give to LCA, which is utilities, snow plowing, maintenance funds, some of the projects that they did, some, Don's time. So that would tell you that 10% of every dollar that you give goes to Leadership Christian Academy. I just think you guys should know that. I think it's a, it's a ministry. It's doing a great work. We're fully supportive of it. From a leadership uh, perspective, we got four of our kids uh, that attend there. We're praying that the school, I think we already have 90 registered for next year, which is probably the largest number we've ever had, and we're looking to fill it, which is around 100 uh, would be our max capacity at the moment for the school. So I wanted you guys to understand that, that the church does pay a portion uh, towards Leadership Christian Academy. And then ministry out, outreach is up. So ministry outreach, to not be confused about this number, uh, because it is a big, sizable number, it basically becomes everything that is given specifically somewhere else or to something else, whether a missionary, LCA, whatever it is, it's, we call it pass-through funds. As the money comes in, we pass through those funds that go to other places. So to give you an idea what that is, so the net number between the two, we had a net income in 2020 of $86,000. That was our net income. Uh, and you say, well, what happened to all that cash? What happened to that $86,000? And I try to explain that right below. There's some capital and equipment, which is we have a van payment, we have a lawnmower payment, and then the retirement of debt, which is what I want to highlight to you there. 
uh, we were able to pay down the debt $83,000 in 2020. And so our final debt number right now is about $1.1 million, uh, which you can see down below there. Our goal, our hope, our dream is to be debt-free as fast as possible. That's what we want. We just want to be able to, like, I love Northwest Bank, but they're making a lot of money on interest off of that loan. And they have been for a long time. And so even though I like Matt, my banker, I prefer not to make him rich. Uh, and I prefer to use that money for the kingdom of God. And one of the things that we're working on, and Sydney has it on order, either right over here, possibly right over here, might be to the right of the, or to the left of that light right there. Uh, we have created a, a visible, a debt chart that is going to show the congregation where our debt is. And what we have basically, if you remember a while back we did this, there's going to be a cover over each number. And as we see our debt reduced, we're going to show the new number of our outstanding debt that we have left. And I believe each brick is in like a $25,000 increment. So we're going to start pulling those off, and we're going to cheer, we're going to get excited and celebrate every time we reduce by $25,000 of the debt that we have. And the last one, it says like, you know, debt-free, you know, and we'll have a big party uh, when we go burn the mortgage papers like people do, right? So that's, we're excited about that moving forward. And so the red number there is the change in cash balance. So after all that's said and done, all those, those pluses and minuses, at the end of the day, when we started on January 1st, 2020, and when we ended December 31st, 2020, our net change in cash was $9,000 less than what we started with. Um, and I will tell you that we do have cash uh, in the bank, so it's not a huge concern. Although, things are tight. I mean, as, as you could ask Tammy or Don or Sid when they say, can I go buy something? And, you know, we have to be wise, as we always do, with the decisions that we make uh, and how we do that. So, but it was, I mean, I'll tell you what, 2020 could have been a lot worse. And I'll tell you what, by the grace of God, the generous giving of this church, we love you guys. You guys are giving towards this mission uh, and this church and all that it stands for and all that it's doing. And we appreciate that and we thank you for that a ton. Uh, then the balance sheet information at the bottom, I already mentioned the amount of debt. Our, our, our monthly mortgage payment is about $7,000, a little bit short of that. Our long-term liability, our building loan is about $1.1. And then, so you know, we get our, our statement. It's not a full audit, but it's reviewed, I would say, by a local CPA, uh, both the LCA and then they do, a, uh, Mike Moore is the CPA. He does a review of our finances as well. So this is not just Tammy and Jason in the back room, you know, making stuff up. You know, somebody does come in from the outside and say, show me this, show me that, and make sure that, you know, just from a financial integrity and accountability perspective, I think that's really important that we do that. But what the last time we did it, the estimated assets of this church, of this organization, is $3.9 million dollars which is amazing. And then, of course, we owe 1.1. So the equity of this organization, this institution, is $2.8 million. I mentioned this last year. I'll mention it again. That money is not mine. It's actually technically not yours either. But it belongs basically to the nonprofit organization. The way it works is if for some reason something happened and we dissolved, which, praise God, I know that we won't, that money as an asset at the end of the day, the board gets together and then decides how that money is distributed. And there's some requirements on how that money gets distributed. Basically, it has to go to another nonprofit organization. So somebody had asked me once, oh, 
you guys, the church is worth $2.8 million. Is that, is that yours? I was like, no, no, that's not mine. Okay. All right. So with that said, I'm going to open up to questions here. I know our time is running short. Just some future things I want to put in front of you. One, we're going to try to get more visibility uh, on the missionaries and the ministries that we support. Two, come spring, we're going to do some more landscaping out there. I know you saw we planted some trees before, uh, before winter hit, but wait till you see when those trees bloom. They're going to be white-flowered pear trees, not actual pears, but a pear-looking tree, shape-wise. Uh, all along the front, we got some maple trees over here. There's some additional landscaping we're going to do when you walk into the building. You probably haven't noticed it, but every many times you walk in, there's basically a bunch of pipes and stones and so we're going to try to freshen up the front of our building as well uh, come the spring. We're going to put that debt chart up, and we really believe uh, we'd like to open this place up more and more to the community, whatever that means. Right? We're in the community. I believe that the things that we have should be able to be used in some way, shape, or form by the community. And so one of the things I, I told Don the other day, uh, we have that basketball hoop over there that keeps blowing down and then getting ruined because of the wind. Well, we're going to put a basketball hoop up and we're going to put it in the ground. And I'm going to put a, it permanently in it with, a, with a pole in the ground. And we see people from the community come over and they, uh, they play basketball on that. And I've got already a list of guys I want to get together and play some basketball with. So I want this, this campus to be a place where people feel welcome, feel like they can come to and enjoy and be a part of the community that we're in. So those are just some of the things that are coming up uh, in the future. Okay, with that said... A lot of me talking. Questions. What questions do you have on the finances or anything, really? I'll answer a few of the questions. Erica, yeah. The under the balance sheet information is the mortgage monthly payment. Yes. Is that anywhere inexpensive? Yeah, so the way, yeah, that's, this, that's a fair question. So here's, here's what happens. Uh, the question is, for those who will be listening to the recording later, is the mortgage payment, which is below on the balance sheet information, is any of that money in the expenses? Uh, the answer is yes, but only a part of it. Uh, the way we operate, the way we pay our mortgages, it's split between some principal and some interest. The interest portion of the payment is in the expenses up top. That's always in the expenses. I believe that is in... Um, Interest expense, yeah, general administrative. So the portion of that, I believe, Tammy, that's not a, not a full split 50-50. Uh, it's probably about 3,600 or so uh, to, that's about 50-50, about isn't it not? Yeah, so about it's split. So about half of it is interest for, for conversation purposes. And then the other half is principal. You see on this cash down here of this retirement of debt. So a, a portion goes into that $83,000. And so, of course, if you add up $3,000 a month times 12 months, you say, but you paid off $83,000, and it should have only been thirty-six. Correct. Above and beyond, as people give, we are taking the additional funds and putting it towards the mortgage principal balance on top of the principal portion of the monthly payments. Does that make sense? So that's where that is. That's a split. Uh, of the two. And we committed to the bank of an extra $5,000 a month. I would like that to be more, of course, $5,000 of additional payment uh, above and beyond to our debt. Great question. Other questions? Dana? Yeah. No. No, that is, that is separate from them. 
that is a uh, LCA, if maybe you missed it, but the LCA budget is completely, well, it's not complete, so we do spend some money here that goes to the LCA, but they have their own P&L statement. Uh, their payroll number, I believe for teachers, 350 maybe, I'm not sure, I don't have their P&L in front of us, it might even be a little bit higher than that, maybe it's 400, but they have, you know, quite a bit of, I mean, basically a school, even a church, most of the money goes towards from a payroll perspective. So, good question. Yes? The payroll does include Dale, however? Or is Dale paid for by LCA? Uh, Dale is paid for by LCA. Okay. Yep. yep, that's fair. Any other questions? Oh, yeah, who is Dale? Dale is the principal of the school. So, there was a point in time where the church had paid for a portion of the principal salary, but as they're growing, as the tuition number is growing, uh, people and the amount of tuition that we are that we are giving, or that the parents are giving and, and paying for, they now can provide you know for the full principal salary at LCA. Becky. Yeah, that's the balance. If we were to call today and say, what do I owe? How much money do I need to send you to pay this thing off right now, right here? It would be $1.1 million. Uh, and just to note, there is no prepayment penalty, in case anyone was thinking about. Amen? Anyone listening online, there is no prepayment penalty to pay off the $1.1 million. Even though the loan term is further out, we can and shall pay that off before the end of the term with no penalty. Just want to put that out there. Okay, other questions? These are good questions. Ministry, yeah. Um, there, I know that there's a whole list of, of ministries. Is that where that goes? It says missions and contributors? Yeah, so this, so this uh, part of it goes to the, the block over here, uh, you know, on the, the left-hand side. Part of it is the funds that flow through that have been going to LCA. So endowment fund money has come, and so we filter that through uh, contributions. Then when we have guest speakers... Uh, that's the guest, you know, if we, we have extra funds that come in when a guest speaker comes, let's say Jeremy Gall shows up and an extra however much comes, that goes to that as well, is into that number. Anything else? Great questions, guy. I know it's 1230. It's been about 20 minutes, but yeah. Um, I would just like to point out, like, where it says ministries, children, youth, college, worship, etc. Yeah. Our goal, my personal goal, is always to spend more. I yeah. always want that number going up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I always want the, num the amount of money we're spending and pouring into ministries to be going up. More right. events. You know what I mean? Yeah, that like, ministry line up. item, we want to see, you know, I know uh, Sid's doing some young adult stuff now <clears throat> on a more regular basis. You know, we've got youth coming up, but we want to see more of the money hitting the ministry line item uh, than more than it was before. So we actually, I know it's not a lot of, a, a big number-wise, uh, but we've seen that grow every year, even though the giving has been down. I think it was 6,000-something in 2018, so. All right, guys. Yeah, Becky. What's the rate? The, the, I think it's either 3.8 or 4. What's the... It's a commercial loan, so we have to remember that. Is it 4%, Tim? Do you know? Lower? That's a great question. I feel, I, it, I think it's in the three, which actually, if you ask, is a pretty good rate uh, from, a, from a commercial loan perspective versus, 
like the rates we pay are a little bit higher than you can get for your mortgage at your house. Uh, that's just the way that banks operate. Uh, they charge businesses more uh, than they charge people uh, for, the, for, the, for the loan money. I can get that answer. That's a good, that's a good question. It's either high threes or it's, four, it's exactly 4.0. Okay. Camille. ECF missions team. That's just as, mission, as anybody goes on missions trip, as anybody gives to support anything like that, that, we, that money is a funnel or a pass-through fund that would go to a missionary of some kind. So we leave that on there. I would say it's every year it's on there, you know, because last year we didn't have as many people go on any type of missions trips, of course. Uh, but, I mean, that's always there to say, hey, we always want to support anyone, as Camille will echo, anyone who's, who's willing and wants to go on a missions trip. Uh, I know times are different now with, you know, the globe and COVID and stuff like that, but we always want to continue to support anyone who's going on a missions trip any way that we can. So, yeah. So, two things for the Erie City Mission. Uh, we, we send them, well, besides you and your team, who goes down. So, what happens for the city mission, a couple of things. One, uh, is we serve the last Wednesday of every month. Camille and the team gets together and serves, basically is at lunch uh, on the last Wednesday. And then one Sunday every, call it 12 weeks, yeah, four times a year, so every 12 or 13 weeks, uh, a team of people made up mostly from this church, a few others not in this church, goes down and serves on a Sunday morning. They serve food and they present the gospel message there. And then on top of those things, I know we're working on another uh, working on some more stuff to help with the city mission, some other practical needs they have, but we also send them a financial donation every single month as well. Yeah, this is financial as well. Yeah. Yeah, but we know we do. We also send them money each month. Yeah. Yes, we do every month. Yep, every month we send them money. All right, guys. Great questions. Thank you all for staying. This is a great turnout. I feel like we may have even, there's some extra sheets up here, uh, the financial sheets if you didn't get one uh, when you came in. Again, this will be on recording. And you can always ask me any of these questions. It doesn't have to be, well, I didn't get a chance to ask it here because uh, I didn't want to ask it. You can ask me next Sunday, whatever. I'm always willing to, after church. We always laugh. Okay, after church, you can ask me anything. Before church, be real specific. I mean, be in the... Be, be in the Holy Spirit before you ask me any questions before church. I mean, I'm not mentioning names, but sometimes some people will ask me some stuff, like right before I'm about to go up and do something or preach or open the service, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't need to know that right now. Like, I was like, my brain is not there. I was like, can you please remind me later of that? So, Tim, you have something? Yeah, the rate's 4.5. There you go, rate's 4.5. Okay. All right, guys, thank you all for attending. Go Buccaneers. Have a good afternoon. <laughs> Super Bowl reference at the end. That Chiefs won last year. They don't need to win again.